for us, the exciting part was, you know, there's a difference between how the 90s was for us compared to, say, the 80s and 70s or even the 2000s. You came out 92, 93, just at the epicenter of when the 90s were just at its, at its peak. You had, you know, you, met, you mentioned Jodeci, you know, Mary was blowing up. Um, Jade came out with Don't Walk Away, you know, Brown. So all these groups were, were coming out and it was, everyone was different. You know, there was, it's not, you know, no copycats, you know, um, there was no, you, you knew every artist, every song, you can like, you know, we could celebrate everyone. As an artist back then, with all these amazing other groups, solos and, and groups, how was it like? Did you feel like you're in competition? Did you feel like we need to show up because Jade or and Vogue's, you know, what, what was it like back in those early days? Absolutely. It's always about friendly competition. Like we were fans of, and still are, fans of all of those groups. But if we on the bill together, you know, I <laughs> One job to do, and that's the bus they had. <laughs> I mean, and I'm sure they felt the same way or whatever, but it, it's all in love. It's all like, oh, shit, they killed. We got to go out there and smash. So it's always, you know, that friendly competition for sure. But did you know that it was a lot of, you know, I mean, look at the industry now, but there was so much competition, so many groups, and they were all doing great things. Did you feel the pressure about how to, get to number one and and stuff like that did, did you no now that's the one thing my record company did like they worked a lot of our records and we never really had that that kind of pressure we didn't know that the record was gonna just do crazy numbers mm. we had there's just one day you know we did a video and we were going I know I would go to my godmother's house in the Bronx and then the next time the record came out the video was out and then they they everybody saw that I was at my godmother's house people banging on the door <laughs> oh, this is something else so it just kind of changed and but it, it it changed for the better like I I I wouldn't trade that for anything because it it really taught me how to be humble it taught me that people don't have to like you mm. and they don't have to love you. So if, when I meet people who are not SWB fans, I don't take that personal. Are there not when, people that are not SWB fans? I didn't realize. Oh, like, because everybody don't like us. Okay. That's... You know, for whatever reason, I mean, they, they, you know, somebody don't have to like you for their own little reasons. It could be something so dumb. Or they just may not be into your kind of music. And you have to respect that. Mm -hmm. Everybody is not going to like you and love you. And that's why a lot of these young artists that come up today and I speak to them and stuff. And I say, you know, whether your music is going to attract them. When you go into somebody's presence, you just make sure they like something about you. Mm. because that something about you can make them like everything about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a lot, even, even to me, because I don't know, people just have this perception of me. I could turn it on and off, <laughs> but they meet me. It's always fun. It's always a good time. They're like, Oh my God, I fuck with you. You have a good time. <laughs> but that's just me. Like, you know, I just feel like I just, 
want everybody to just have a good time and, and do some shit talking and just, just have fun. You know, we've all been miserable. I know I made a vow. I done cried my last <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I'm not doing all that crying shit no more. I'm not because I have so much more to be thankful for. Yeah. You know, like my present is so amazing right now. My my today, my current yeah. is so amazing to me. So I have a lot to celebrate, even like outside of how people know me. Mm. You know? Yeah. I know the reputation is oh Lily, she's she's always a straight talker and stuff. So. <laughs> I'm a shit talker all day. <laughs> yeah, I am. But it's, you know, it's, it's 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 cool. That's just my personality, you know. And people just, I love for people to be themselves, you mm. know. Because all day we spend time. At, uh, I'm like people that we know. They're corporate people, and they go to church and they they put on. Yeah what people see about them is not even who they are it's who they think they should have to be in front of people and mm. why should you have to be somebody other than who you are yeah you yeah know? And, and as i said in your industry it's it's very very different from you know we're day to day no you know we can almost be as genuine as we as we need to be but in, in the industry you're in you, you're probably used to people who are too faced and stuff but I, I, how was it like when you first heard yourself on the radio? Because we've seen different buy-offs and like even uh, Salt and Pepper or New Edition when they're listening to themselves on the radio for the first time. Can you remember when you first heard? I remember very clearly. We was in LA on a promo tour. <sighs> we were in a limo coming from the airport and I came. <laughs> we sticking our head out the window. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just amazing because you you really you you put in a lot of work in the studios a lot of long hours a lot of sacrificing and now you you put yourself in a position to finally see if this thing is going to work or not yeah you know and thank god you know it did it did i've i've been blessed to work with two amazing women you know right, wrong, and indifferent, we did some dope shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That dope shit, nobody can take away from us because we all were there. Yeah. You know? So, um, one thing I love about um, SWV is that we always vowed that we will always keep our, our same three members. And regardless of when we were going through our transition and we was doing a little petty stuff, the petty fighting when we came back we came back as three girls who started this thing and it, to me that's what it's all about yeah you know i mean and you know thank god none of nothing is because i know a few other groups maybe somebody has passed away and they they can't be back there but yeah to, to keep the call is it, it, it's, it's very impressive especially after that that span of time when the record first came out i remember watching the new edition stuff they were coming back from tour, but going back to the, to the to their homes and stuff. Did they did RCA move you guys into you know Manhattan into penthouses, or were you still back in? Your... Um, RCA didn't move us into shit. 
everything comes with a price, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, they didn't pay shit. <laughs> I paid. Okay, so before I got my my I, the condo in, in Jersey, I stayed at the Renaissance Hotel in Times Square. Wow. That's when I learned that um, everything comes with a price. They wasn't putting me up in shit. That was a bill that we had to pay. Wow. And I stayed there for like three months. And no one told you that this, no one tells you? No, they don't tell you shit. They don't tell you nothing. They don't tell you nothing. You just find the only person that tell you anything is your accountant. Because one thing you're going to tell you, your ass is broke. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one that's doing some talking is the accountant you know wow but nobody don't tell you nothing wow it, it, it's 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 hard for us as i said as, as fans just just to see how you know young talented people just get no with no no you know you think someone like you know um brandy um whose mom or Usher, you know, they have parents who, or even Beyonce and Destiny Child, when you have parents, they know what's going on. They, they sort of look after them, but that's very rare to have not too many people like that. But see, this is the thing. And, and I'm not, um, I'm not trying to diminish anybody's character at all, but sometimes when you're coming up in a profession like this, the people that brought you in, they don't know no more than what you know. Mm. So that's part of the problem as well. You got a whole lot of inexperienced people who are just ignorant to how the industry works and how paperwork works. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we weren't, we didn't know back then that we got to get a lawyer to watch this lawyer <laughs> <laughs> and this account. To look over this accountant's books, you know, like we didn't know, we didn't have that lesson back then. Wow. So, thing is literally trial and error. And when I look at these artists now and see how much money they get, I'm like, shit. <laughs> we came out too early. <laughs> you know, like, yo, they getting paid. Yeah. But I love it though. Like, whenever I get an opportunity to, tell somebody these stories and these lessons that I had. I mean, I, I have wrote a lot of the stuff in my book as well, but um, I love it. I love to see the new artists today that's just doing a thing, man. They doing a thing. And if, if you've been following me, you know I love me some her. Like, I yeah. love her. That's my little baby. And I just see her just, she's just blossoming. Mm. Just be position. Yeah. She naked she ain't selling ass yeah yeah just getting paid to be a musician yeah. and that is heard of nowadays i never i remember watching I, my favorite i used to love video so and you guys sitting down with yeah. mr donnie simpson and then you just you were promoting downtown <laughs> that's why i played the video today oh. and he said so do you okay. remember when when you sat down with Donnie and, and you just, you were promoting downtown and he, he said, oh, you guys are church girls and what are you singing about? And, and, and it almost feels as if you didn't realize the song that you've been recording. No, I knew from day one what that song was about. 
that story came from, but I knew what that song was about. <laughs> trying to figure out a tasteful way to say it. <laughs> I, I ain't got nothing to do with me. I know, I knew what that song was about from day one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but then did you guys have a choice in, in, in you know, when you hear the song, just sing it or did, could you say anything or were you just like, well, I'm just, what was it like for being young recording artists and the head of the labels are bringing these producers with these tracks? Well, I think we had a, um, a hand in picking the songs because we never really do songs we don't like most mm -hmm. of the time. And then sometimes artists really don't know what they're talking about because um, there were songs we didn't like and those songs went like bananas, you know? They went bananas and right here being one of them. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, the remix for um, um, Human Nature remix, um, I remember um, interviewing Mucho, uh, Mucho Scott, and he was at Future and he says, yeah, you guys all came down, um, but you guys weren't really feeling it and stuff. Um, it, what, I mean, one of the you know, biggest singles in the 90s, but what, what, did you like the original and didn't want to mess it up? I love the original. That I don't know. Was, you know, being from New York City is something. Ah. Everything was about this. You know, yeah. if you was to pop it and do that, then yo, that is gonna work like it's dope. Yeah. But song, even today, it's so boring to me. <laughs> I mean, definitely a song that you could enjoy on the radio, but it's not one of my favorite songs to perform. It's so boring. Even today, it's just boring to me. So I can understand. <laughs> because it's slow I think most will because of the Michael Jackson sort of underplay in it I think that's what really really got us like wow you got Michael on it um and I think but and and yeah it, as I said it, it it isn't I'm so into you my favorite from you guys was I'm so into you I, 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 I get it musically Teddy Riley has always been my my biggest ever in anything he does and so when mm -hmm. I got the remix that he did with um, Rex and Effect and the whole check one, check two. I mean, I love, love that single and stuff. Um, yeah, so he's dope. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, and I, I know All Star also did, 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 did some tracks with, with you guys as well, but I, I did love those types, those, the remixes, um, because it, it showcased, it really took the song you know, not taking anything away from the original, but it, it really took the song across to people who didn't really hear the, the first oh, one. Yes, for sure. I mean, that song took off. And I'll, a and at the time, his name is Kenny Ortiz. He really, he shut us up on that one. Like he, if there was ever a time we were proven to be wrong and we need to shut the hell up sometime, <laughs> moment, because... You know, as artists, we, we always like to do things that we like to do and we want to do, but we never like, we, we don't think about the business side of it and wow, you know, we can build this audience and we can gravitate towards this audience like and, and make it not just 
like an hour record, but an everybody record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's what you said should definitely have in mind when you go in the studio and record songs. You want a record that everybody can sing. Can enjoy, yeah. And those records are the records that win. Yeah, yeah. Simplicity. Yeah always best it, it always works like yeah. you got best singers who can't sell records because no one can sing like that <laughs> mm, yeah I mean that's probably how I got into you guys is that I'm, I'm so into you just like you know anything Teddy did I bought and 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 you know that that that's how I I, I got in it I, I do wonder then um when was it like going back to the Apollo for the first time because here's your Here's your eight-year-old person who has totally prophesied to your mom, I'm going to come as a guest. Can you remember the very first show you did as part of SWV? Mm. I believe it was a, actually it was Jack the Rapper. I want to say Jack the Rapper was the first, that was a big music convention in Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah, back here. And um, that was the, one of the first real performances that we've done, you know, and it was just, I, I'd never forget Jack the Rapper because all the record labels had their artists there. So it was like one big party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where each artist, each record label, like uh, rented out a different room in the hotel. Mm. And the artists would show, their artists would showcase like um, Uptown, MCA would have their, their, um, or their room. I see we have their room where BSWV, Shantae Savage, and oh, it was a, a girl group on our label as well called Black Girl. Oh, yeah. I'm a 90s girl. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Girl, yeah. And they were super dope, too. I ain't gonna front. But they were, <laughs> oh, they were dope. They yeah. were really dope. And, um, but we were just two different groups. Like, you know, you can't, you couldn't take us. We was going to take the Bronx and Brooklyn wherever we went. <laughs> they like, I just feel like it's so important to rep where you from. Like people get on me because of the way I talk. I'm not corporate. I'm not none of that stuff, but I can, I, I can transition from talking to my friends to talking to somebody who is unfamiliar with where I'm from. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love that. I love everything the hood have to offer, honey, because that was my stomping ground. Yeah. That's how I learned a lot of my lessons. What about when you first went back to Apollo as a guest? Can you remember that? When I first went back to the Apollo as a guest, absolutely. Um, I think we had on, oh, God. I think we had doobies in our hair. I had beige jumpsuit, some beige overalls. Oh, that outfit was so ugly. <laughs> well, yeah, it was exciting because I was like, oh my God, and then, you know, the crowd, just knowing that the crowd wasn't going to boo us. We were <laughs> so it's this thing when you go on the Apollo stage and you like a guest, and they're excited about you. They jump up immediately. They jump up right away, you know. So I love just the energy. It was amazing. It was good. It was really good. Did you did you get did your mom come to see at the Apollo? My mom was at the Apollo for that particular show. Absolutely. Yes, she was. Did she remember yeah. what you said when you were a kid? Did she did... Oh, yeah. she 
remember. She remembered. Wow. Yep, she remembered. And my mom lived long enough to see that come to pass and she died. Oh, when did she, how long ago did she die? My mom died two years, three years after we, um, after SWV was born. Wow, wow, sorry. Three years after that Apollo Theater performance, our first Apollo Theater performance, my mom passed away. Wow. Mm-hmm. How did you manage at that young age? It was hard. I had to go to the funeral and go back to work. You know? Wow. Did, did, did you get any emotional support and therapeutic support from the labels and management? And Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, that's your support. <laughs> so it's sad somebody got to die for them to, to feel some type of compassion for you, but you know, yeah, absolutely. And I'll never forget, I have this beautiful story about Heavy D, right? Heavy D was the first celebrity that sent me flowers when my mom passed away. Wow. So I will always remember Heavy D. When I tell you he sent the most beautiful flowers for my mom, they had they couldn't even fit all the flowers in a funeral home. It was just wow. beautiful. Wow. Did a lot of people reach out to support you within the in the Well, uh, yeah, yeah, but not not a lot, you know, because we didn't have the access we had back then. Like everybody didn't have your phone number, but I didn't have a phone number. We had beepers. Oh yeah, beepers, yeah, pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah have cell phones we have beepers and you know the sidekicks was popular at one point and mm -hmm. um, a lot of people didn't really have my phone number but of course through my co-workers they kind of sent their condolences yeah. to me and I received it you know mm -hmm. the album just had all of these rappers on there and I'm like the ugh I just thought it was stupid. It was very dumb business-wise. Like, why would you do that? Thanks for watching. Please remember to subscribe to the channel, but most importantly, to press the notification bell so that you can be notified when we do have a new interview. Loads to come, but thanks a lot for watching.